Welcome to another episode of Who Do You Deserve To Be? Um, today's episode, I've got an, an amazing guest. I don't want to uh, blow up too much because I think she deserves to um, explain who she is and her story. But um, I would like to welcome uh, Derica Famasuli. Yes. Yeah. Please welcome Derica to the show. Thank you. Welcome. It is an honor to be here. I've heard you have an amazing community that is just ready for change and ready for mind shifting. So I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. I'm absolutely honored to have you on. It's been it's a pleasure. We've been spoken before and it's amazing what you're doing. Um, so yeah, you can start off by sharing your story. Yeah, sure. So my story started back um, at infancy, I would say, just like everyone else here, everyone has a, I was going to say a wild story, but I guess we do. We all have these journeys in life who make us who we are today. And mine started out in great poverty. I was uh, born to a single mother. She had four children and she was on welfare. So it was very hard times growing up. You know, it was a normal thing to, to be homeless in and out of my upbringing growing up. Um, it was a struggle. Sometimes we would have to go to free food banks and, you know, free clothes closets to get clothes. Hand-me-downs and struggles and stress was just my life. You know, it's all I knew. We did the best with what we had, you know, and I don't tell this story starting off that way to uh, like have anyone feel bad for me. I tell you this story because I want you to know where I came from and where I stand today. So back then it was a struggle, you know, we um, we lived in the ghettos, if you want to call them, the hard times, the hard not life. It was street fights and gang members and everyone you knew was going in and out of prison. You know, they were going to jail or going to uh, just jail and work project. I mean, it was just one of those lives, you know, it's what you've seen. and. Um, yeah, every day was just a struggle. And so when I thought about, you know, happiness, like is happiness something that's real or is a better life something, is this real? Is this something that I can actually obtain? You know, when you would see Disney movies or whatever, you would think like, God, is that real? Like to have a big, nice house or um, just a lot of money and a lot of good abundance or love friendships like any of that good stuff good abundance i would like nah like it was like no no way that stuff doesn't exist because i never seen it i never seen it right it was nothing you seen and if you seen it it was on a movie and there was always some bad ending anyway like that's just how life looked to me right i have poor health poor relationships, there was just so much violence and um, hardships going on in my upbringing that I never believed in anything better. And in fact, if you would have told me that I would be living a grand life later on in my years, I would have flipped you off. I would have said no, I would have given you the bird. Like that's, how can, no one's living that kind of life, you know? Like, no, screw you, life is hard and that's just how it is and get on with it. You know, that's what life was. And so it wasn't until um, I, I experienced a big 
pivot point, if you want to call it, in my life where I had actually witnessed a murder one inch from my face. And I know I'm telling extreme situations right now, but hang in there with me, you guys. It wasn't until that moment, and I was 17 years old at this point. I already had been through so much in my life, but seeing the murder one inch from my face versus just something from down the street really woke something up inside of me. Right there in that moment, I knew if I don't change my life, I wasn't going to make it. I was going to die too. I was going to die or I was going to go in prison because that was the end result from everything I've ever seen. And so that was this big, big moment, kind of like Darren, what you share in your story, how when you knew that you were loved, you didn't know how to get out of your situation. There wasn't a path, right? You couldn't see a path, but you knew something has to change and that it was possible. There was this little inkling inside of me, this little light that was so, it was little, but it was so big inside of me that was saying, Derricka, you, you can do something. You can change your life. There's gotta be more than this. You, you can't be here. You can't continue on this way. You've gotta do something else. And I did not know what to do, Darren. I had no idea. I had no idea, but Probably you've had moments like that in your life where you've had major heartbreaks, where you've gone through some major struggles and hardships in your life, whether you were fired, whether you know you were cheated on, whether you were abused mentally or physically. There's probably some contrast, some, some hard, dark moment that shook you up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, give me a yes wherever you're at. Like, did you get like... Ah, this is that moment where I cannot, I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. This has to stop. That was one of those moments. And to be honest, there was quite a bit of those moments, but none quite like that one. That one was the ripple going forward. So at that point, Darren, again, mind you, at a single mother, we never had a car. We were always getting evicted. Right, we were sharing one bedroom houses with all of us, you know, sharing one room. Coming from that point, I said, okay, I won't live like this again. I had made a decision that I will own a house one day for me and my family. I will own a house and I will own a car. I had made, like, I don't know how I'm gonna do any of this. I don't know how I'm gonna get out of these struggles. What it was was paradigms. I didn't know how I was gonna get out of these patterns that I inherited from my family. I didn't know how, but I knew I had made a decision I was. And that's what I want every one of you to pick up right now, to make a decision that you're going to leave from wherever you're at and you're gonna be where you want to be. Because that's the most powerful moment of your life, the decision, the firm decision you make. So I made that decision, Darren, and by the time I was 20 years old, three years later, I had bought my first home. I bought my first house at 20. I had three cars because I never wanted to walk again. I never wanted to ride a bus, okay? So I had three cars. I had a career that, it, that most people needed a college degree for. And I had landed. And I had done all of this. I was a manager at a fast food restaurant by the time I was 18 or almost 18 years old. Then I had got a prestigious career at a major university at a hospital. And two years later, I had this extremely different life. 
that I never seen anyone have. Darren, this was this was a figment of my imagination. This was just a something that I knew deep inside was possible. You see, I didn't follow anybody's method. I didn't, um, you know, get help or wasn't served a silver platter at all. None of that was in my life. I couldn't go to anyone. In fact, everyone called me crazy. They said this was pipe dreams, that it wasn't possible because they didn't believe it was possible. So I had the odds of the world against me. But because of that firm decision, three years later, my entire life changed and I met my soulmate. Met my soulmate by the time I was 21 now. So all of this stuff was happening. 21. I didn't know what I was doing, Darren. I had no idea. And everyone listening, I didn't even know there was a recipe <laughs> to how in the world was all this stuff coming in. I just know I had the, the determination and decisiveness. I had this fire in me because of the pain I had inside of me. It was, it was fuel for where I was going. But even with all of that, I'm going to tell you, even with the soulmate, the career job, the house, the cars, I was still very young, but I was still, I was not happy. I wasn't happy. I was secure, but I wasn't happy. And I kept thinking, why? What, what, what is happiness? Because I got all the things I thought would make me into that Disney state, right? But I was not. I was still battling, maybe you want to call demons. I was still battling these things in my mind from everything I had seen growing up in my life. There was still this unsettlingness about me and this, this anger that would come up inside of me no matter what I accomplished. So one day it was like I was searching up all night on the internet. And I know all of you can feel me right now. Who's searching Google for answers? <laughs> I, was searching Google. I was searching Google for everything. You know, like, how do I heal myself? How do I become happy? How do I figure these, these voices out in my mind? These, these patterns that keep surfacing no matter what. Like, how do I break free from this mental prison? And it was about three in the morning and I'm still going. And I came across clinical hypnotherapy. Now, you guys, I, I'm now a clinical hypnotherapist, I'm a behavioral therapist, and a mindset transformation coach. It was that night, I think that was in 2010 or nine, I was, I think 2009 when I'm on the internet, and I seen hypnosis, like so big, this hypnotherapy certification school, and my system shook. It was like, God or the universe, whatever big power you believe in came through me and just woke me up even bigger. That next big pivot point in my life and I was like, that, that's it. That's the answer. This, it's this only technology, it's the only method that specializes in the subconscious mind. Now that's where everything lived. Everything that you've ever gone through in your life is recorded and stored. Who you are, your blueprint is in your subconscious mind. And I wanted to get in there. I was like, let me in there, right? Get me in there. There's so much I want to erase and, and rewire, you know? And so I, that was it. I made a decision and I, it, I went to school. I went to school, I never looked back. I just jumped right in and I became specialized and certified licensed holistic health practitioner in hypnosis. I just went all the way. Now, that's when I started working on myself deeply 
And now it's been 10 years and I've helped tens of thousands of souls all over the world break their paradigms like I did. Break paradigms from all the things that they've experienced in their upbringing and change them so they can actually stand in who they get to be. Who do they want to be? What kind of life do they want to create? How happy do you want to be? It's not until you get rid of what's holding you back, which is your, your programs. It's the wiring in your subconscious mind. So I've done that on stages. I've done that in groups. I've done that one-on-one, -on -one, virtually, as you see now. I've had the privilege of doing this now for over 10 years. And so that I'm now standing here today with triple the homes, triple the, the cars, triple the adventure. I'm working on baby number five. <laughs> I have so much abundance and happiness in my life. And you know what's even better is that I'm happy. I'm happy. And I can say that authentically, genuinely, no matter what's going on in my life, even being nauseous or even having any challenge come up in my life, I'm mostly happy. I'm genuinely happy. And that's only because I got to the root cause. So that's my mission is to help everyone become happy. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> that was, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, incredible story. Um, so many stages of your life where you could have crumbled and you could have fallen apart and let life take control. Um, and rewind a little bit to that moment when you were 17 and you witnessed such and a horrific incident that really could have put your life on a different path. Oh yeah. And so many people, and understandably, would have collapsed at that moment and gone down the wrong path. How did you set your mind to make sure that you didn't go down that wrong path? It was this, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if it was me in entirety it felt like a divine intervention it felt like something greater than me that's why i ask people to really set in those moments you know when when you've when you get this come to jesus call you know you get this moment where you're like oh my goodness everything in government said it, it was this it was this voice i heard with this intense energy come to my body if you don't change you won't make it and i knew that was not my journey i knew there was greatness, so much greatness within me and so much I came here to do that I couldn't go out that way. And I was scared, Darren. I was scared, like, what do you mean change my life? How am I gonna get out of the hood, out of the, the poverty? Like, how am I gonna get away from everything that I know? Where am I gonna go? I had, there was nothing out in front of me. I had no job. I had nothing to, to fall back on, not even a friend. So that message was scary. I sat for days like, where do I go? What do I do? But it was, it was this um, little by little, more messages, more ideas continue to come to me. And I just freaking did it. Go fill out a job application, drink more clean water, stay away from that person listen to this, go to a library. I never even read yet. I didn't even go to school hardly by the time I was 17 years old. So the fact, you know, to like get an impulse to go to the library, 
and pick up a self-help book was like, what? Where is the <laughs> <Yeah>. library? <laughs> I had no idea what that was. I didn't like reading, you know? And so, but I, but hear me out. I did it. Those ideas, even though they sound so insane, stay away from your best friend. Stay away from that person. I said, okay. I did it. I followed. And we all have these, whatever you call them, impulses, messages, channeling, sourcing. I believe that we're all part spirit and we're part human. And so we have this dialogue, whether you want to admit it or not, you have dialogue inside of you. You have conversations all the time and there's there's magnificence inside of you. And it's all about, I gotta listen to that good voice. I've gotta listen to the good voice. So that that's what it was for me. Just going one step at a time. And it's it's an incredible how you managed to use that as a, as a tool, as a weapon to, to, like you said, to take control and to, to use that for the greater good because now so many people are benefiting from your right choice and they're taking advantage not not in a bad way but taking advantage of your experience and your your knowledge and your teaching and it's improving their life and that's one thing where i'm glad that derica shared that because everyone listen to that that just shows that no matter how big the trauma mm-hmm. mine was as i've shared before mine was people telling me or well, not telling me but i'll get in the sign from them that how upset they were seeing me in the state i was made me realize that i was loved now some people might think that's small compared to your trauma but to me, it's the same, and yeah. the same of anyone else. Anyone else's trauma can feel just the same as anyone else's trauma. You just handle it and control it in different ways, and you can use that for something good and use that as a as a tool to help others going through that. It's, That's one it's of my amazing. biggest messages. I, I, I agree 100% with everything you just said, that all of our trauma is differently you know, someone could have gone through the exact same story as you and I and felt differently about it to all different degrees. And, you know, some people can feel just as traumatized as I did or you did with just experiencing maybe a lie or a, a, a punch from a bully or, you know, a, I don't know, a, a broken pinky toe. Like everyone can, you know, we all experience these energies in different ways. So there's never, it's never a comparison. This is why I've ever, I've told every single soul that's ever come to me, you have your story, you have your trauma and it felt to you however it was supposed to feel. And there's no judgment on that. But here's the deal is that if you want to go further in life, you've got that greatness inside of you. And if you want to leave the old chapters, of, of just the cycles and patterns and struggles and misery. If you wanna leave and close those chapters, you've got, to, you've got to face them, first of all. I always tell them, you've gotta realize what's stopping you. And then once you understand what you don't want, you know what you do want. 
And that's the most beautiful thing. So I had to face like my, my paradigms, my programs was that I didn't think there was enough to go around. I didn't think there was a such thing as love. I didn't think there was, um, you know, any good people left in the world. I didn't think there was happiness, right? I had all these programs from growing up. All of these inherited ways of thinking and being from my, from my environment. And all of these stories, Darren, there's stories that just hold you back. So every time I thought maybe I could get a manager position or maybe I could make 10,000 more a year, uh, there's not enough to go around. I would have these same paradigms, these same programs come up and steal my dream. And that's what's happening to everyone right now is that if you don't, if you're not living your dream life, it's because you have programs that are stealing your dream. Every time you go to go on a date, every time you go to get, I don't know, like I'm going to get a fancy new blouse or I'm going to public speak, you know, or I'm going to go for this position I want or I'm whatever. You know your ideas, you know your goals, something is stopping you. And I invite you to become aware of what is stopping you. What is that little voice inside of your head telling you? Does it tell you you're not good enough? Does it tell you there's not enough time? You don't have enough money? You're not lucky? You don't come from the right family to do that? You're not pretty enough, you're not handsome enough? What is that little stupid voice telling you? I call it stupid because it's so immature. <laughs> it's the stuff we picked up when we were five. You know, they're immature. So what is that little voice? Because it's the one you've got to release. You got to release those programs. Okay. That's why I created the, the technology called Relax, Release, Reprogram. That is all a hip, hypnotic technique where you go into different phases of relaxation, accessing your motherboard, your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind houses all of your traumas, all of those past experience, all of those beliefs that are keeping you in this little reality that you're tired of. So you've got to release those paradigms. And I have a special gift that I want to talk to you guys later about Darren's going to get into that where you're going to actually get to experience the release of those paradigms those things that are hindering you and stopping you from your success and happiness so that's what it was getting to the paradigms yeah and I want to add to that and I want to add to let getting people to reach into that inner child because in a way when we're kids we we want to do everything. We want to be everything. We want we want to be presidents. We want to be a professional soccer player, football player. We want to be we we want to be everything. And then something happens as we get older, called life, and we stop, and we're too scared to take that risk. And all you need is thirty seconds of insane courage, and jump and take that risk and go for that. And we lose that as we grow up, we take, we get withdrawn and we hold back and we get, like we said, we get scared. And with what you do will help people release 
that inner child and open up and get rid of a lot of that fear of not taking those risks. Um, so what is it you do with your hypnotherapy that helps people? I love that. that. Great, great segue into this. Um, I want to first, let me paint a, a, a picture of the programs that we inherit. So as a as a, an infant, as a baby, you're born and it's, you're, you're this clear slate. Okay, let's just, you're, you're pure, you have only two fears that you're born with. Okay, there's only two fears that you're born with. And it's the fear of loud noise and the fear of heights. Those are the only two fears. All the other fears you inherit by your environment, by your upbringing. Now, when I first heard that, it made me sick because I had so many fears. I had so many doubts. I had so many worries. And I knew that they were given to me. They weren't mine to keep. There weren't something I was born with. These, these were unfortunately, ignorantly given to me. And that is what's happened to you and to you and to you, to everybody. We start growing up and we're giving paradigms from our parents, from their parents and their parents. You know, we start giving all these ways of being, all these ways of thinking, all these different fears. We go to school, same thing. Our dreams are stolen, our dreams are stolen. So many experiences happen. And as a child, we're just absorbing, well, this is what life is. This is just how I am then. This is just it. And then we, like our parents, we start growing up repeating the same cycles, the same patterns, having the same similar stories. I remember when I started dating, my boyfriends were just like my mom's. They were very abusive, right? They were liars. They were cheaters. It was awful. Like I learned how to fight from my first boyfriend, right? So it's like, and I look like, oh my goodness. Well, all guys must be like this. Mm. My mom's, my sister's, like all the same. But it's not how reality is. It's just whatever beliefs we pick up, whatever is in your subconscious mind will be on the screen of your life. And that's a big one. I want you to really sit with that. Whatever beliefs you have inside of your subconscious mind will be your truth and your reality. No matter how much you scream at them, no matter how much you tell them to stop, it's not until you release those paradigms will you actually experience a different movie, a different screen in your life. It's like change the wheel, you'll change the, the, the screen, right? Change the film, you'll change, change the screen. And so you have to realize how powerful your paradigms are. Whatever is inside the subconscious mind is creating your life. So you think about all the things you witnessed growing up. Money doesn't grow on trees. Every time I asked my mom for something, we don't have enough money. So I just grew up thinking we didn't have enough money. Right? Who is, I know this is landing with someone. Like this is like, oh my gosh. You grew up and you started realizing, I'm just like my mom. I'm just like my dad. Or I do those certain things like this person or this person. Why? Ah, why am I doing the same stuff? I have the same anxieties. I have the same thoughts about life. And it's, it's only because what you inherited. Now, don't be alarmed by that because once you know it, you can get rid of the programs 
that's in the motherboard, in the film, you can change that and begin experience a different life. So that's how I came into hypnosis, is having that realization like, wow, okay, whatever's on the film, I'm gonna see, so let me change the film. So I began on the work of, of hypnotherapy, and so even though I do coaching, I do be the talk therapy, I always integrate the subconscious work because without that, well, you don't get really nowhere fast. It's just a bunch of talk, right, on the conscious level. So I, you guys, if you take one thing, just know, get to the motherboard. Think of your uh, subconscious as a computer, and if you've got a virus on your computer, you gotta check the virus. You're gonna put in some software to extract the virus, and then you're going to reprogram or download the, uh, the, the output you want, right? So if you want your computer, your brain, your life to run faster and better, you've gotta reprogram those beliefs, that software that's of a higher quality of what you want in life. That kind of makes sense? You gotta get rid of the virus. You gotta get rid of the old paradigms that are gonna keep slowing down your computer. They're gonna keep screwing up your life. No matter how hard you try to yell at that computer, <laughs> it's not gonna change, right? Yeah, so that's how, that, that's, that's why I, I'm so in love with hypnosis. Well, it's incredible. And I hope a lot of people watching, listening to this can really take a lot from that and use that power to, to change their beliefs and hopefully, like you said, reboot and take control yeah. of, of their life. Um, and this may be a wild shot. How, what is it you do in your sessions? So yeah, <laughs> the, the first thing that I, I do is connect with where you're at, right? So every single one of my clients come in and they say, I've tried everything. I've done everything under the sun from medication to meditation. I've done it all, Derica. This is what they tell me. And I'll get some results, but I keep coming back to the same place. And, um, and I say, I get it, I get it. So tell me what your struggles are. I'll tell you what's stopping you and let's release them. After we release them, we, we have to define, we have to reprogram. So if you remember, I told you, relax, release, reprogram. That is what my technology is, is named as because there's three phases. You relax, meaning you turn off the computer. <laughs> you gotta shut down the computer, you relax. We'll enter the theta brainwave state, which is the hypnotic state, also very natural. This is not stage hypnosis I'm talking about. I'm talking about this meditative state you go into all the time. It's such a natural state of being. But this time you have a guide. You have a professional with you. And as you relax into the theta brainwave state, which is a brainwave state that you lived at until you were about eight years old. It was a state where you were pure imagination. You had no discernment. You drop right, it was creating the foundation of who you are going to get to be as an adult. So you lived in that state of theta. Well, we drop down into theta again, and here's where we release those, remember those stupid programs? <laughs> those stupid beliefs that are not yours. 
They were moms, dads, aunties, uncles, teachers. They were someone else's belief. Now you don't even need to know what those are. You know, I've been doing this so long. We don't even need to know the specifics of when you picked it up or what it was, but we do need to know what's stopping you around the realm. So we release what that is. And it usually sounds like I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I'm not smart enough. You know, it's not all the I'm not enough things, right? All these different fears, doubts, and worries I've seen and heard them all. They all kind of come down to the same things, fears, doubts, and worries about something of themselves or our society. We release those. Now, what I do that's very different from other people is I reprogram immediately. I don't just trim back the bush and hopes it grows the way we want it to. I get in there, okay? You get in there, you release, and then I reprogram immediately. So if it's I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, the reprogram will be I am enough. That is what we would program into the subconscious mind. Now you can imagine that's a new seed just dropped into your subconscious mind and you nourish that seed. It's not a, um, I want to tell you guys something. It's not magic, what I just said. Don't be worried <laughs> that this is some magic or hocus pocus, okay? When you were born, you knew you were enough. You had no insecurities. You were courageous. You were so confident. You were innocent. You were pure. You were unconditional. You loved everyone. You loved yourself. There was no insecurities. There was no doubts. You knew whatever you wanted, you were gonna get it. You were gonna be an astronaut, you were gonna be an astronaut. That's how you were born. So I'm just reprogramming you back to as you were. It's not a magic. It's not this pill that you take to be something you're not. All I'm doing is reawakening you to who you are. That's the most beautiful part of this work. That's why it's easy too, to be completely <laughs> honest, it's like, Okay, let me just get rid of the thing your mom gave you. <laughs> you know, and, and I love my mom. I love my mom and I know you guys too. I'm not saying that. I'm just being funny here. But I'm just releasing what, whatever we picked up that's stopping you from being happy every day, stopping you from living with the love of your life, stopping you from, you know, experiencing all the riches that you deserve. It's those things that I'm like, you actually, you, you came here to be rich rich in love, rich in money, rich in fun, rich. That's why we came to such a fertile planet. And if you're not there, you're not living your birthright. You, you deserve to be in this way, to live fully, just as you were born. And so that's my mission in life, to get everyone to remember this and live it. And I'm gonna follow on that with Steve Harvey, everyone knows Steve, Steve Harvey, incredible guy. His motivational story is incredible where he got, where he come from to where he is now is amazing. And um, I watched one of his little clips that was on social media and about retraining your brain when you first wake up in the morning. And too many people are saying when they wake up, they say to themselves, I've got to go to work. I've got to work out. I've got to do this. And he said, just changing that one word from got to, I get to wake up. I get to go to work. I get to work out. And 
I watched it a couple times and I was like, wow, yeah, that just one change and that one word can be the change of everything because you only get you only get one life, you only get one chance, you only get one shot. You haven't got to do everything, you get to do everything because the chances of us being born are one in 700 trillion and we've been given this opportunity and yes we all have our struggles and we we've all battle our demons and that's only human yeah but being able to control those demons and use those demon thoughts to get to the where they we deserve to be is is, is powerful it is and we're not taught this <clears throat> So I get that some someone listening right now would be what use your struggle or use your pain as motivation and like, yeah, that's what it's there for. You know, it's not to hold you back. Your story is to make you who you are. It makes you so much more unique and wise and stronger. It's like as a little sapling, a little tree growing has to go through the hardships of winter right, has to go through the hardships of the, the winds and the rains and everything. And what happens is that a sapling will drag its roots deeper down into ground to make itself sturdy enough to make it through that. Now, think of that as the heartbreaks, as the struggles, as uh, are the failures, mistakes in your life as like that little sapling going through winter. You have to it's meant for you it's not meant to stop you it's meant to make you stronger and once you have that little tweak in your mindset that's like like i got to i get to or the storm is to make me stronger like these little tweaks you go oh okay i don't regret any of that i like when i tell my story of the past i used to cringe at it and i and i ran from it but now when i tell it it's like yeah I made it through that. Like, look at me now, you know, it's like, it's power. So you get to say whether you were abused by your parents, whether you try to commit suicide, whether, you know, what, you name it, cancer, life-threatening diseases, situations, hospitalizations, homelessness. I tell you, I've been there, I've seen it, I've experienced it. And I've helped many people who have been through the worst case, living on dirt floors, not having nowhere to sleep. I don't care what your trauma is, what your situation is. You can use that as fuel and you can actually feel grateful in it. I get to wake up today. I get to, even with cancer in my body, I get to breathe. I get to move about life today. And when you can be able to do that, you're, you can do anything. You are completely unstoppable. And I promise you, it's just a moment in time. You Definitely. will be out of it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I challenge anyone that's watching this, listening to this, is to change that one little word. It isn't only a little word. It's not a, it's not a big, scary word that's going to, put you back and make you cower back under your duvet. It's mm -hmm. just one little, bird, one little word that's just gonna make you excited about life again and yeah. make you reach your goal and chase your dreams and, 
and yeah. it, it's it's so powerful just one change in one syllable just one change it's just it's incredible and I just challenge everyone just to make that one little change and I dare you to go for it and reach your reach your dreams and your goals and Derica can help some people in that way and most people in that way um, and I believe you were offering something to listeners yes I'm very excited I'm, I'm going to give that in one second uh, I want to piggyback on the get for just yeah. a little bit you know in the beginning I remember when I first switched my my I need to or I yeah. got to to I get to I felt silly I felt like a phony when I would say it you know because it was so brand new and I was like I get to do the dishes I get to go to work <laughs> I get to change my baby's diaper like whatever it was right <laughs> and um and it felt like oh like it, I was trying I was trying and it wasn't real but I promise if you do this challenge that Darren's saying just do it for seven days you know do it for a week and I promise you'll go through this pivot point of it feeling fake because you're changing a paradigm you're changing you're going from the old to the new so of course there's this messiness in the middle so you just know that all right it's gonna feel weird it may or may not <laughs> you might laugh or you might get angry but don't give up keep saying get to and then you'll experience what him and I are saying right now that power of that one word is like whoa it sets you in gratitude and empowerment when you get to do something anything okay so challenge accepted hopefully that's on for everyone <laughs> but what i've given you oh I'm so excited i have never done this before this is something very new very different this is one of my most popular self-hypnosis audios it's called become the new you and right now we'll do this let's say for the for the next week for the next seven days, I can't keep this going on forever. You have to understand that. But for seven days, I'm going to give you this self-hypnosis audio for free. But you'll have to go to the link that you'll find somewhere. If you don't see the link, you'll go to my website, Wholesome Hypnotherapy. Wholesome, like whole foods, but wholesome. Hypnotherapy.com. And in the store, you'll look for the audio, Become the New You. You'll find the audio or you'll click right to the page wherever you're at and you'll put in the code new you. New you will be the code and you'll be able to download that for free and get started. You'll get started right now and you'll actually experience what we just talked about. You're going to go into a relaxive uh, theta brainwave state. It's meditative state. You'll go down into your perfect hypnotic state and release the paradigms that have been stopping you. No matter what those things are, they're going to come up and they're going to subtly, respectfully, that energy is going to, it's a neural pathway. It's going to deactivate. And then this is where you get to reprogram the new you. And I walk you through this in the entire hypnosis. I walk you through the relax, the release, and reprogramming what the new you looks like. I take you through your love life, your health, your finances, your relationships, your adventures. I take you through that place and you finally get to paint that picture without being stopped. So I'm excited. I'm super excited for you guys to get this. Uh, ah, 
would love to hear about your experience, but enjoy, please, enjoy. That's, um, on, on behalf of all the listeners, I want to say thank you to that. That's an incredible offer, and I don't think that's something that should be passed up. Um, I will share the, the link and the code on my Who Do You Deserve To Be Facebook page. Um, so I hope you all take advantage of that amazing offer. And it's another thing you get to do when you wake up, you get to grab hold of your life and start anew and reboot your motherboard, as they say. And yeah. so I want to, uh, on that note, I want to finish that episode there um, on that amazing offer and the opportunity for people. So I want to say thank you for coming on. Um, incredible. Um, some of that is amazing. I might even take advantage of that that offer. <laughs> I still do. It's amazing. Yes. Um, I might go on and meditate and yeah. and see where that takes me as well. And it might yes. Please do. Yes, I hope that the, I can barely hear you. Your sound just went out last second there, but I got you. I heard you. Please, everyone, yes, take advantage of this. And I would love to hear. I'm always, I'm always available by email or comments. All I'm over social so media as well. So um, your feedback, your experience, I would love to hear how it goes. Thank you very much. And I will leave with the same question I leave with all my episodes with is, who do you deserve to be? Think about that and go and get your, the life you deserve. Thank you again for watching, listening, and for coming on, Derica. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.